0: Welcome to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Podcast in Scottsdale, Arizona. We are Christian Disciples in Mission. A very familiar story called the Good Samaritan. Not only do Christians know this story, but a lot of people are familiar with that. As Jesus told many stories to impart ways that God wants us to know about him. Recently, from our listening sessions that we had, we had our 40-plus facilitators from our parish gather together to go over the comments from people to kind of categorize them. The number one thing we heard when we asked people, what are your joys and sorrows of your Catholic faith, the number one sorrow was from adults saying how sad they feel that their children or grandchildren are not participating fully in the sacramental life of the community. Very sad, very painful for them. And that was a comment that came over and over again. And one of the things that I would encourage, and because we're going to keep talking about that during this year to help people in that process, is that one of the best things that parents and grandparents can do for their children who aren't always in the sacramental life of the churches to tell stories tell the stories of Jesus and you know we can use this good samaritan story and for people who are barely touching or haven't gone much depth into faith formation probably the lesson we can learn today in teaching children and other people is do good to your neighbor That's a great place to start, and exactly that's one of the points that could be made about the good Samaritan. The Samaritan is a word we're all common with, someone who does something good and we can say, I had a flat tire and a good Samaritan came by and helped me fix that tire. Or maybe we have a law that says the Good Samaritan Law, that if you try to help, but maybe things don't go out right, you're protected from being sued because you tried to do the best you could. And if you meet anyone that's been born in Phoenix, Arizona, when you ask them, where were you born? They always, they don't say Phoenix, Arizona, they say St. Joe's or Good Sam, huh? Good Samaritan Hospital. So we're all familiar with that term, no matter who we are. And so we can begin with our children. But those of us who have a more mature, deeper faith formation, we've got to go deeper. Otherwise, we miss the entire point that Jesus is talking about. And today, it's about learning to love people who we think are our enemies. The story begins with a scholar of the law who is not very pleasant with Jesus. He's very hostile, but he begins, "Okay, Jesus, you think you know it all. What's the thing I must do to inherit eternal life? What's going on? And Jesus says, what do you think? And then he gives the Shema, Shema that all Jews know, that God to be loved with all his heart and to love our neighbor as ourselves. And Jesus says, that's pretty good. But to justify himself and say, okay, Jesus, you think you know everything, answer this question then, whose neighbor? Ooh, that was not a good thing to do. Because Jesus doesn't respond by someone's argument, but rather he tells the story. Have you ever been in conversation with someone, and they just simply say, well, answer this question this way, and if you can answer it, then maybe I'll believe what you're saying. That's a trap. Because they've already decided the answers. They just want to make you look foolish. And that's what Jesus many times doesn't give a ten-point plan. Here's the ten points to show that you're wrong. He just starts to tell the story. Tells the story of... A road that still exists today from Jerusalem down a windy, scary road to Jericho. It's still there today. And it's a story of a Jew going down, and many robbers could hide in those areas there. And they go and they rob them and beat them up and leave them there half dead. Two people eventually come down from Jerusalem. Scholars will say they are probably just left the temple. In other words, they had the service, they ate donuts with people, and then they decided to go home. And there they are going down the trail, leaving the temple already, doing their godly, pious thing. And what do they do? They just see someone there, and they walk away. Now, we can justify it and say, well, you know, there could be a trick and robber and all. The point is they did nothing. So both the priest and the Levite, whether they don't want to be unclean because you're touching someone who's a Samaritan, someone who's robbed... And they become unclean. They just walk right by. But a Samaritan is the one who becomes the hero of the story. Samaritans and Jews hated one another. They were enemies to one another. Some of it was because the Jews believed the temple should be in Jerusalem. And the Samaritans said, nope, there's a mountain outside of the area there. that That's where God should be prayed for. And other things were that Samaritans, in the historical sense, started marrying foreigners. And thus it made him not pure and not clean. And so there's intense hatred. So when the lawyer is asked at the end with well, a Samaritan who takes the Jew who's a sworn enemy and does something merciful, notice what the lawyer couldn't say. Who was the one that was neighbor? He couldn't say, Samaritan. He couldn't say it. You know why? Why? Because I don't like stories that make my enemies look good. I don't like stories of people who I've determined are my enemy. I don't like. I don't respect them. I don't agree with what they're doing. They're sinful. They're barbarians. I hate everything about them. I don't want to hear any story at church or anywhere that makes them look good. There's the lawyer. Well, the one who acted merciful. Still not be able to say who he was. It's hard to love our enemies, isn't it? And it's hard to see good in them, and it can be difficult because we've kind of already been formed and shaped by people because no one is born to hate. No, I've never held a child in my hand and said, I already hate these kind of people. I hate Dallas Cowboys, okay, good, good for you. But no, no one, it's taught in religion, it's taught in society, it's taught in families, who we should hate, and who we've determined is our enemy. And Jesus saying, that's not how we ought to live. And it's hard for us Christians to believe that because you and I do not like stories that make people we've determined who are bad or evil to look good. And we've said it. We've all said that, including me. So Christians, what are you to do? Last Sunday, a person came up, parishioner, asking for a blessing after Mass. That's why I'm out there, to get a chance to meet with you. And this person came up to me and said, can I have a blessing, Father? And usually it's people saying, you know, uh, help me out this week, or I'm sick, or whatever that is. This per- and I asked, w- w- what kind of blessing would you like? He goes, you know, I'm having a hard time loving people. And then he mentioned out loud the names of the people he's having a hard time loving. All were political leaders. And he said, Father, can you bless me that I can love them the way that Jesus wants me to love? You know what I would tell that man? Because I know Jesus would say, Sir, you are not far from the reign of God. And yet most Christians love to churn their anger. And they love to justify And they want to be victorious over people who they disagree with to prove that they are right because it's more about their pride and ego. And the most humblest thing was that man that came up to me and said, I am not loving these people the way God wants me to. Can I have your blessing? To be honest, I wish more of you Christians would do that. But there's a lot of Christians who love where they're at. And they churn that over and over. And the lesson of today's story It's not only loving your neighbor and being good to people, but it's also learning to love people that you've been taught to hate or taught to dislike or can't respect or don't think they deserve any kind of love. And that's the challenge. So parents and grandparents, I want you not to be afraid, but to tell many stories about Jesus. Don't worry right now about teaching them the laws and dogmas of the Catholic faith because you know what? Their faith isn't that deep there yet. It will one day be because of God's grace. Not because of us, but because of God's grace and our willingness to cooperate with that. But how about telling them the story? What you heard today. You don't have to guilt them into going to church. Oh, you should go to church. Oh, you're going to go to hell if you don't. You know All we need to do is keep repeating stories because that's how Jesus stays alive. It isn't going to be, well, I learned catechism number 36475-2, and that saved my life. No one has ever said that. Not that our faith and dogmas aren't important, but you have to meet people where they're at. But you know what's another thing to do than just buying a book or telling them that? You tell the story, but how about you live it in front of your children and grandchildren and your family members? Watch your language in the way that you speak about people. Because if we receive communion on our tongue, and yet we don't mind going to our breakfast table or out with our friends when we start complaining, and there's a lot to complain about, trust me, You're not wrong in complaining, but when we demonize people, when we enjoy calling people our enemies, even when we don't know anything about them other than what we've been taught to hate or dislike or not trust, there's a lot of people who are really hard to love. But yet, what humility that man came up to me and said, Father, can you give me a blessing for what? To help me love so and so, so and so, so and so better. Like Jesus wants me to do. That's what's going to touch your children and grandchildren's heart. Not just you lecturing at them, telling them the story, but living that story. So take your children and grandchildren wherever they're at. Tell them the story of the Good Samaritan. What did you learn? What do you still need to learn? That's how your children are going to keep Jesus alive in their hearts and in their families. Thank you for listening to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Homily Podcast. We are Christian disciples in mission.